0: Hello and welcome to the Daily Beans for Friday, February 7th, 2020. Today, the prayer breakfast, a Pelosi presser, an insane hour-long speech, new emails released in the Ukraine debacle, Trump threatens to veto aid to Puerto Rico, the Treasury sent Hunter Biden info to the Senate, Trump supporters sabotage the Iowa results, DHS bans New Yorkers from global entry applications, American Oversight sues for Pence-Ukraine communications, Barr declares himself the final say, and a call for a recanvass in Iowa. I'm your host, A.G., and with me today are Jordan Coburn. Hello. And Amanda Reeder. Hello. Nothing going on today. Yeah. Nothing. At all. Yeah. We uh, have a lot of shit to cover. I know. So we might as well. Just what, how How is everyone? Good. Yeah. yeah
2: good. Good. All right. Cool. Ready. Let's jump in. Let's Hot, notes.
0: <laughs> Hot notes. Hot notes. <laughs> all right. So to, to cover today's mm, exercise in public speaking is uh stories today it's just insane jordan what do you have for us
1: yeah so trump unfortunately had a microphone today and um (laughs) gave a speech at the national prayer breakfast which is an annual thing that's supposed to be incredibly bipartisan Mm. i think it was eisenhower who created it and it was supposed to bring people together from all parties and all faiths and uh, uh trump took the normally bipartisan annual event instead to blast supporters of impeachment and rub his shit acquittal in their face. He walked into the room literally waving a copy of USA Today that had the headline acquitted on it and a copy of the Washington Post that read Trump acquitted. Trump said he found it hard to admire people who backed impeachment. He says, quote, When they impeach you for nothing, then you're supposed to like them. It's not easy, folks. I do my best. Yeah. And then his heathen asshole had the audacity to indirectly call Nancy Pelosi and Mitt Romney out for wrongfully invoking, quote, their faith as justification, end quote, for wanting to vote to remove the president. He goes on to say, as everybody knows, my family, our great country and your president have been put through a terrible ordeal by some very dishonest and corrupt people. They have done anything possible to destroy us. And by doing so, very badly hurt our nation. They know what they are doing is wrong but they put themselves far ahead of our great country. I don't like people who use their faith as justification for doing what they know is wrong, nor do I like people who say, I know, (laughs) nor do I I like people who say, I pray for you when they know that that's not so, that's obviously a dig at Pelosi. So many people have been hurt and we can't let that go on. And I'll be discussing that a little bit later at the White House. God, God, yes, just really, really disgusting for multiple reasons. Um, this pissed
0: Pelosi off too, by the way.
1: It pissed her off very much, and she hit back at him with uh, this. I'm just going to roll the clip. I didn't want to roll any of his clips if I could get any of them. I've been having a hard time actually finding like a like clips of the speech. But Pelosi's um, presser with she. This is from MSNBC. Let's just hear it right now.
2: I don't know if the president understands about prayer or people who do pray, uh, but we do pray uh, for the United States of America. I pray for him, I pray for President Bush, still President Obama, because it's a heavy responsibility. And uh, I pray hard for him because he's so off the track of our Constitution, our values, our country. The air our children breathe, the water they drink, and the rest—he really needs our prayers. So he can say whatever he wants. He can say whatever he wants, but I do pray for him, and I do so sincerely and without anguish. You know, I gently, just the way I pray for everybody else. Uh, I thought what he said about what he said about Senator Romney was particularly without class. What did he say? There's some people use faith as an excuse to do the wrong things. So you remember what he said about Romney? You got that there? What a— it's so inappropriate at a prayer breakfast. You want to go to the prayer breakfast, prayer in the school, vouchers, a woman's right to choose, all those things that that's a ripe audience for. God bless you. That's, it's a prayer breakfast, and that's uh, something about faith. You know, it may not be something I agree with, but it's appropriate. But to go into the stock market and raising up his acquittal thing and mischaracterizing uh, other people's motivation, he's talking about things— that he knows little about, faith and prayer. I love that. Classic Pelosi
1: shade. Two things he knows little about, (laughs) faith and prayer. But she's, like, dumbfounded for multiple reasons. I mean, I can't even imagine, like, especially since she's crossed that boundary between... Not ripping papers up <laughs> and ripping she papers up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now she's just like I she's just can't... through the door. Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> it's really nice actually to see her get to respond to things without like trying to maintain this kind of like level of you know decorum or Exactly, whatever. it's just gone. All of it's gone. So she gets to just be like, "Fuck this guy for mm-hmm. taking this event that's supposed to bring people together through faith, and then using it." To call other people out, using it to
0: say that people misuse faith,
1: right? Exactly, <laughs> which is, like she said, something this guy knows fucking nothing about whatsoever. And I also think that she, she like gave a lot of attention to the answer that she doesn't have to love someone to pray for them. I think that was actually like a really nice thing for her to just sort of flesh out, regardless of who she's praying for.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, that's a big part of scripture, right? Is to, you know, turn the other cheek and pray for your enemies and, and you know, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. That's a big part of it. Mm-hmm. And and Trump is the antithesis of that uh, idea mm-hmm. all yeah. together. So mm-hmm. Absolutely. Gross.
1: Yeah, well, she's like... I mean, you pray for the people. She, she, you know, she said he's gotten so far off track. Of course, I'm going to pray for him. He's the person that I need to pray for the most. Basically, mm-hmm. is what she's saying.
0: He's in charge. Of, yeah, he's in charge of the country. The idea is, please, God, God, help us. Yes, <laughs> you know, like for serious.
1: Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, never thought of Trump to be a religious person, and he's sitting here in his speeches trying to tout around all that he's done. For religious people in this country, like saying, you know, I'm advocating for prayer in schools and he's talking about his like international efforts to protect uh, people that are being persecuted for being Christian right now, which is really disgusting and sad and horrifying. So obviously not going to knock on those efforts, but to try to sit there and hide behind them as if he's some like beacon of religion. It's well, like in a
0: country where there's a zillion um, Muslims and like six Christians And then and then you're and then you're like, those six Christians, we gotta watch out for those folks. You know, it's like, okay, but like can we just watch out for everybody? Yeah. yeah.
1: No, this is a man who is a pseudo Jesus who is loving the fact that he's been able to pick up and run with all of this power. He's a cult leader. He's a cult leader Mm -hmm. and he sees religion now as just another way that he can get people to channel their money
0: into him. Russia did it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that was one of their number one focuses. Guns, mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter, uh, religious organizations. Um, yeah, they're like incredibly many orthodox others. there, right?
3: <laughs> In Yeah, Russia.
0: Yeah, yeah, Russian Orthodox Church. So... It's interesting. For watching <laughs> oh god. And then uh, did you watch the Trump speech at the White House? Yeah, so
1: then Ooh, he had uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> which he
1: which he said during his I got like prayer a- breakfast. He's like, I'll be back. I'll be back to talk more about this at the White House. <laughs> where it's I can like-
0: say some nasty words. Yeah. Where I where I don't have to be so nice cuz it's not a prayer breakfast. Exactly. Uh yeah, I I got like a a zillion tweets like, thank you for watching that for us, A.G. I didn't want to have to watch it. The State of the Union or, no, or this the, thing? No, this oh, thing yeah. today at the White House. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, he gave a White House speech, and it was just a disgusting, like, pseudo-victory lap for him and all of his accomplices. He walked into hail to the chief, and he called Republicans, except Romney, of course, uh, warriors. He said, they brought me to the final stages of impeachment, but now we have that gorgeous word. I never thought a word would sound so good. It's called... Total acquittal. That's two words, you fucking idiot.
0: And it wasn't total. <laughs> yeah, it's not total at all. Although he did say that he was acquitted 53 to nothing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just
0: fuck those other 47 votes. And, and he's at 197 <laughs> to, nothing. to nothing in the House. Oh boy. Oh my God, he's so fucking
1: dumb. <laughs> yeah, he was like sitting there in front of all of these cabinet members, Republican lawmakers, and his family, and other. He personally thanked Mitch McConnell. And other people that are in that rank shout on Democrats and the intelligence community, especially the Mueller investigation. Indirectly, he said, we've been going through this now for over three years. It was evil. It was corrupt. It was dirty cops. It was leakers and liars. And this should never, ever happen to another president. And he said it was bullshit. Yep, bullshit. Yeah. Literally yeah, said I gonna... bullshit. I, bullshit. I, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, said all I mean, the investigations. It, but... Here's some of the other horrible direct quotes. <laughs> said all the investigations were bullshit. Called Pelosi a horrible person. He said Democrats are oh. vicious people and lousy politicians. Yes. Mm. He said all of those words. Glad we're
3: maintaining decorum in an election year.
1: Can you just, like, I'm trying to, like, I can't even. Imagine, like, Bush ever, like, saying something like that. I'm just Mm -hmm. trying to think of, like, the worst Republican that's been around since I've been here. Karl Rove never even said shit like that. Oh, my God. It's so... Mm -hmm. It's so sad. And contrast... Dick Cheney was a dick, but, like, to everyone, though. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Contrast all of this with what Bill Clinton said after his impeachment. (laughs) Um, He said... I want to say again to the American people how profoundly sorry I am. How profoundly sorry I am. Mm -hmm. (laughs) For what I said and did to trigger these events and the great burden they have imposed on the Congress and the American people. Yep. Uh, He apologized a ton.
0: Did you guys also say for a lot of things, huh? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't go out of my way to And that was second term. He didn't have to apologize for shit. He wasn't running again. Mm. That was second term shit.
3: Sorry. No, it's okay. No worries. I was just going to say, did you guys see any of the coverage from Fox News today regarding uh, Mitt Romney? I don't (laughs) tend to watch Fox News very often, but I was in in my... In my, you know, little um, YouTube spiral that I usually do when I'm preparing for the show, I saw some 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 Fox News coverage of of Mitt Romney and it was really disgusting, Mm -hmm. like nastier than I expected. Mm -hmm. You know, they're basically like losing a presidential election changes you clearly makes you a shitty person. They said the same thing about McCain then when they were when he was going against Trump. But they all, like, there was no sympathy for him at all. He was all. the standard no bearer for their fucking party mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. 2012. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sean Hannity was going off about Mitt Romney, yeah, talking yeah. about how shitty he was.
1: Picked Sarah Palin as his running mate. So. Oh, McCain?
3: Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: It was just, I mean, I knew. Oh, wait. Why don't I think Romney did that? Who was Romney's running mate?
0: Ugh, Paul Ryan? Oh, yes. Romney Ryan? It was... um.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it, it just really yes, made it obvious duh. how much of just a, a of propaganda Paliners tool can. for Trump Fox News is at this point. It's not even... You know, it's that bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it
0: always has been.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, that That's speech tough. was really gross. And it then was. he talked about Jim Jordan's hot body. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> talked about how hot Scalise is. <laughs> oh, God. And then told this whole story about him getting shot playing baseball. Like, just oh it never ended it never Mm -hmm. ended it just kept going and going and I'm like somebody light him (laughs) and then we got a bunch of questions what does that mean (laughs) so I had to explain that oh my god Um, that means because when you're doing comedy if your time is up you get the light and that means you have to get off stage yeah
1: yeah and then they play you
0: off and some people obey the light and others do not (laughs) some people Mm -hmm. run the light and Trump uh, ran the light by like an hour today always the assholes
1: that run the light always the assholes Mm -hmm. that run the
0: light um at least by 30 minutes uh you know well thanks for covering that i know it was shitty
1: yeah i really didn't want to
0: play any clips of his actual voice no we we don't Only need Pelosi. to do that. <laughs> i thought yeah i she was mad man yeah and she has the right to be yeah yep it's just it's gonna get uglier it's mm-hmm. not gonna get prettier it's not gonna get nicer
3: the listeners really get to have our full like range of emotions regarding these things some days we're like fuck yeah and other days we're like oh god democracy is dying
0: and that's the fatiguey part right yeah
1: Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah. i'm just like
1: yeah i'm just so ready to just be so full steam ahead going in Mm -hmm. i know i'm so fucking ready i'm already
0: like i wish it was like june already Mm -hmm. god
3: i know just guess through these primaries just tell me who the nominee is going to be yeah (laughs) i just just, vote for it can't take it (laughs) i know yeah well, the
1: Democratic Party needs to understand how important their role is right now just for the mindset of American mm-hmm. voters, and they really need to be really transparent and do the right
0: thing. Uh. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, and they are going to do this re-canvas, and I'll talk about that in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, And that could help. It's exhausting, but I think it's a, a better step than to not do it. And... Um, We'll get into that in a little bit. We have that right after this break. So stick around. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey, everybody. It's AG. Do you have American Home Shield? Uh, Because I sure do. And I love it. If you're a homeowner, you should. Because when you own a home, you know that it will happen. It will happen. I'm talking about the heating going out, especially in the winter, that's when it goes out, Uh, air conditioning going out, which happens in the summer all the time, refrigerators dying, all your food rots, plumbing issues. So it can be a mess. uh, And few of us have the skills or extra cash on hand to to fix these things. My dryer heater element broke the other day. I don't know what to do. So I luckily have American Home Shield because they can help cover the cost and take care of it. And they can fix it or replace it or find another solution for it. So um, as the nation's largest provider, they've paid more in-home warranty claims than any other company, add up to more than $2 billion in the past five years. With America's most preferred home warranty and more than 1.8 million customers, AHS offers coverage for up to 21 home systems and appliances, plus unlimited electronics coverage for, for tablets, flat-screen TVs, uh, podcast equipment, lighting, video cameras, and more. <laughs> so it's really come in handy. And American Home Shield has a nationwide network of more than 15,000 licensed professional contractors tractors so they can find the right pro in your area to fix your problem. No inspections needed, no proof of maintenance required, coverage is available no matter how old your system is, Uh, and your appliances are um, covered. Even if your dishwasher is 10 years old, it's amazing. And they have plans and pricing to fit every budget. So help protect your home uh, and find out um, how you can plan for the cost of unexpected repairs by going to ahs.com/dailybeans today to save fifty dollars and start protecting your home and budget from inevitable breakdowns. That's ahs.com/dailybeans, ahs.com/dailybeans for fifty dollars off any plan. American Home Shield. Be sure with the shield. Limitations and exclusions apply. See plan for details. Okay, we're back, and I'm sorry, but the B Block doesn't have much better news. Uh, Last night, we got some new emails relevant to the Ukraine scandal at the center of Trump's forever impeachment. uh, And they show that just days before the Zelensky call, U.S. officials were still working on delivering the Javelin anti-tank missiles to Ukraine. The interesting point here is that on July 18th, um, the decision to hold military aid stunned Pentagon officials who had already determined Ukraine had met the conditions to receive the money while they were prepping the Javelin order. Uh, In an email to Mark Esper, uh, you know, the secretary of defense, he'd only been there a week at the time, A top DOD official expressed concern over uh, the Trump view that the U.S. should cease providing security assistance and the potential impact on United States national security. And according to the emails, top officials were hoping Esper could persuade Trump to drop the hold. We like we've already cleared this. It's already good to go. All the conditions have been met. We did that at the Pentagon after, you know, Congress appropriated the funds. That's our job. We did that. You can't hold this shit. Esper, tell him. Um, But he didn't. Or he tried. I don't know if he tried or not. But these revelations follow last week's refusal to release two dozen Office of Management and Budget emails that the DOJ is holding over national security classification concerns. Um, The House cited these refusals as part of the second article of impeachment for obstruction of Congress and suggested those emails show Mulvaney's role in passing the president's order to hold the money. So. Those emails have come out. We still don't have the Office of Management and Budget emails. There's probably a ton of other State Department emails we haven't seen yet, too. So mm-hmm. we just have to keep, keep suing and FOIA suits. Oh, God, But it's just interesting that, that they were working on getting the javelins sent over while he was deciding to withhold the aid and that really puts a different spin on the call because he was saying the call was perfect because I didn't mention the withholding of aid I talked about the javelins but the javelin order was being processed at the time so that sort of kind of moot takes that argument out, yeah. out from under him too mm-hmm. uh, of course after his total acquittal mm-hmm. but um it's,
3: it's going to be so frustrating to continue to see new evidence and
0: new perspective and new documents roll in post well, acquittal i hope it's frustrating for republican senators who are going to have to try Live to with that? run to keep their seats mm-hmm. in november mm-hmm. and they can go f off uh also among these emails is a message from laura cooper she she testified in front of the house uh in the impeachment inquiry so she wrote an email to general hooper <laughs> cooper to hooper come in, Uh, requesting help on expediting the javelin order, suggesting conditions were normal, and given the strong relationship between the U.S. and Ukraine, the order should be expedited. So she was trying to expedite the javelin order. Just three days later, the plan changed when the Office of Management and Budget at the direction of Mulvaney put a hold on the congressional appropriated funds. This, to me, signals that the javelins were already, that order was being fulfilled. I can't hold the javelins. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. I have to hold something else. What do I got? Mm -hmm. And and that's what I think. I mean, I don't have any proof of that, but these emails sort of indicate that. Uh, More emails like this um, will continue to come out. Mandy, like you said, it's just going to keep happening. We're just going to keep getting more and more information about this whole thing. And really, it's only going to give documentary evidence to what we already know to be true. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: But We'll keep you posted as it comes out anyway, because you'll want to hear about it. Totally. And speaking of total obstruction by the Department of Justice, here's the lead from a New York Times article today by Katie Benner. Attorney General William Barr issued new restrictions on Wednesday over the opening of politically sensitive investigations, an effort meant to avoid upending the presidential election as the FBI inadvertently did in 2016. Oh, my God. That New York Times is being nice. Basically, this would be like if Loretta Lynch put out a statement saying, any investigations opened by Comey and the FBI have to go through me first. This is clearly in response to the fact that the FBI may already be investigating election interference with the Trump campaign. And Barr is saying now that only he can authorize such investigations and his approval would be required in future investigations involving presidential candidates or campaigns. So what it says is no investigations into a presidential or vice presidential candidate or other senior campaign staff or advisors, Rick Gates, Paul Manafort can begin without written notification to the Department of Justice and the written approval of William Barr.
1: Terrifying. Yeah. So when Trump is posting his Twitter videos of staying in power forever, then I
0: imagine that's going to have to extend to Barr also. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He didn't look good today, though, <laughs> that speech in the White House. Barr? Yeah. No.
1: Well, yeah, because you just have to have someone with you. I mean, that's one of those laws, rules, policies that's only going to benefit Republicans cuz Democrats would never do that.
0: Right. And if Barr like if they want to investigate Pete Buttigieg for something, mm-hmm. sure. But if you want to investigate Trump or Trump campaign or anything going on there, nope. So
1: sorry. then what would that Sorry. No, I, wonder, bad,
2: Jordan.
0: I
1: wonder then if he lists out what that would mean for things like you know, time limits that may exist on certain crimes or whatever. I guess a, an investigation by the intelligence community isn't a criminal investigation. But but like it is sometimes.
3: Yeah.
0: But like they won't toll the statute of limitations for that. No. Right. No.
3: So essentially, he's just saying
0: you're not allowed to investigate Trump anymore. Pretty much. Um, no. Yeah. He's saying all investigations mm-hmm. have to be approved by him. Express mm-hmm. written consent by William Barr. And normal, that it? would also include any Department of Justice. So if Southern District or New York wanted to do an investigation into Trump, uh, open a new investigation into Trump or whatever, uh, yeah. or Pence, I think a, a lot of this has to do with Pence as well.
3: <sighs> is that constitutional or legal, what they're trying to do here? That's
0: a good I question. don't know. Yeah. I, I, have, I have texted Joyce Vance yeah. <laughs> I mean- for her uh, expertise, because that is freaky. Now, the con- Congress can still... Uh, But as we'll learn here in a second, Congress hasn't been real lucky or successful in getting documents and information out of the Department of Justice. Mm -hmm. So but here's here's what's totally cool. Steve at the Treasury has sent highly sensitive and closely held financial records about Hunter Biden to Senate Republicans. For months, the Senate committee chairman have been pursuing an inquiry into Hunter Biden's business affairs and Ukrainian officials' alleged interventions into the 2016 election. This explains their impeachment acquittal votes and their stance that interfering in an election is totally fine because they're doing it right now themselves. This is what Nixon did, abused his power to get the government and his government government agencies to go after his political opponents. So Grassley, Chuck... And Ron Johnson and Lindsey Graham are focusing their efforts to extract politically useful information from agencies, of the United States government. And they've gotten no resistance. Hand it right over. Um, They've issued letters requesting records to the State Department, the Treasury, the Department of Justice, the FBI, the National Archives, and the Secret Service. And here's the kicker. They've asked the Treasury for suspicious activity reports from FinCEN on the Bidens. Mm -hmm. And we just reported not long ago that a woman working in FinCEN Mm -hmm. was indicted By Bill Barr, um, uh, the Department of Justice, Mm -hmm. uh, for releasing SARS on Manafort and Gates. But if it's for people they hate, it's okay. Yep. So here we have Barr saying all the investigations must be approved by him Mm -hmm. and the Senate investigating the Bidens using SARS, having no obstruction, getting everything they want from FinCEN and all those other agencies I Mm -hmm. named that the DOJ has indicted someone for, like those, those SARS the DOJ indicted somebody for getting that stuff on Manafort and Gates just recently, Uh, And then, quote, applying a blatant double standard, Trump administration agencies like the Treasury Department are rapidly complying with Senate Republican requests. No subpoenas necessary and producing, quote unquote, evidence of questionable origin. That's a spokesperson for Ron Wyden, who is the ranking Democratic senator on the Senate Finance Committee. Chuck Grassley is the chair of that Mm -hmm. committee. Mm -hmm. And he's saying this is all actually happening, that Lindsey and Grassley and Um, ron johnson are getting asking for and getting all the documents they want no subpoenas necessary it's all coming to him and so do you think we can expect them to open up an investigation soon i think they are yeah
3: i think all of this has hurt the biden's more than we care to admit you know i think i think everything over the last few months related to trump and the republicans going after the biden's has hurt probably hurt Joe's campaign.
1: Yeah, it's interesting because I know. guess I'm so of the mindset that he's just such an old news candidate that that's why he's not doing very well considering know, how the field is. And well, and it's going to be
0: like 2016. Did we lose because of the Russians? Did we mm-hmm. lose because people stayed home and didn't vote? Did we mm-hmm. lose because Hillary was a, a non-yucky candidate? Yep. Did we lose because Manafort gave polling data for the three states that Trump won by 77,000 votes to clinch the electoral college? Did we, like, yes. we'll yeah, never yeah, yeah, yeah. know. Mm-hmm. And just like this, I mean, we could speculate. Yeah. And it's fun to speculate, although speculating. Mm -hmm. We will never absolutely know whether this is what hurt Joe Biden in Iowa or if Joe Biden hurt Joe Biden in Iowa. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah,
1: I guess because for me, I'm just thinking Biden's not my candidate, but maybe there are voters that are thinking I would rather vote for somebody else that's not going to step into the thing day one entrenched in controversy with a group that absolutely hates him for other reasons, also.
3: Part of that is why I wonder if Pete was the moderate candidate of choice as opposed Mm -hmm. to Joe. Like, I didn't expect him to come. He's, he's not my candidate either. But, you know, for a lot of people, that's their that's their guy. Pete? Or Joe. Oh, so Joe. So I was, oh, I was surprised. And I, I was just saying that I think that it's just related to what we're talking about here with them investigating him.
0: It's. Yeah, uh, it could be. Yeah. But whether it's Im- whether it has impact or not. Yeah, it's hard to say. It is interference. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. In the election. Mm-hmm. In our free and fair elections. hmm. Good stuff. So that's the fascism block today. <laughs> Sorry for hitting you with all that at once. Um, but we will be right back with uh, more great news, like Trump vetoing some stuff that he shouldn't and how the administration is striking out down at New Yorkers. So stay with us. Hey, everybody, it's A.G., and this episode of Daily Beans is brought to you by my new favorite thing ever, Baked by Melissa. Baked by Melissa makes delicious bite-sized cupcakes in an array of unique handcrafted flavors. And since they're bite-sized, you can enjoy several different flavors in one sitting uh, and and not have a bunch of guilt about it. It, They're so good, and they have, like, just the amount of flavors and stuff that she makes is incredible. So if you want to make Valentine's Day special, because that's coming up, Um, or My Mom's Birthday, that's also coming up if you want to, you know, make My Mom's Birthday special. Baked by Melissa's special Valentine's Day flavors include white chocolate cookies and cream, red velvet, milk chocolate, dulce de leche, and more. Uh, If you're looking for vegan or gluten-free, they have those too, and they're amazingly delicious. Baked by Melissa offers one-day shipping and two-day shipping nationwide. Uh, My favorite right now, uh, today, I should say, is Tie-Dye Cupcake. It's got tie-dye cake with vanilla icing topped with rainbow sugar crystals, and it's a tiny, tasty tie-dye trip in your mouth. It's delicious. Personally, I love that Baked by Melissa's bite-sized cupcakes are just the right size to be perfect little indulgences. This Valentine's Day, send your loved ones the perfect gift, Baked by Melissa. Or do what I do. These are great gifts for clients, too. Go to bakedbymelissa.com dailybeans and use promo code dailybeans to get 15% off your order. You are going to love these. Take advantage of this special offer for podcast listeners. That's 15% off bakedbymelissa.com slash dailybeans with promo code dailybeans. You'll be glad you did. Okay, not much better of a news block coming your way. (laughs) I have a lot of good news at the end, though.
3: Yeah, you know what? We're going to inject some happiness at the end. Yes. Someone's going to tell a funny story or something.
0: Hang in there. In (laughs) fact, consider this a tiny lesson in what the whole rest of the year is going to be like. Right, yeah. A block, shit. B block, fascism. C block, more (laughs) bad news. (laughs) D block, fourth quarter, fuck yeah. Exactly. That's, it's just going to- Hold that to the end, people. It's a mini version of (laughs) 2020. Uh, So from The Washington Post, Trump has threatened to veto a $4.7 billion aid package to Puerto Rico after the series of earthquakes shook their already frail infrastructure left by Hurricane Maria. The veto threat came before a vote planned Friday in the House of Representatives to pass the aid package. Puerto Rico is still waiting on billions approved by Congress for recovery from Maria more than two years ago. Um, The Democratic bill includes $3.3 billion in community development block grants, $1.25 billion for roads, and tens of millions of dollars for schools, energy, nutrition assistance, and stuff like that. So it was unlikely to pass the Republican Senate anyways because they only have money for rich people and investigations into Democrats. But the White House is calling the bill misguided, saying uh, neither Puerto Rico nor the American taxpayers benefit with emergency aid when it's misallocated, lost, or stolen through waste fraud and abuse. I'm going to interrupt this quote here. When Republicans don't want to pay for a government program, they say it's because people will abuse it. There will be waste, fraud and abuse. The only waste, fraud and abuse occurs from rich motherfuckers.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Private doctors are the only ones who abuse the Medicare system. Mm -hmm. Rich people are the only ones that abuse uh, these, uh, you know, this kind of uh, disaster economy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's who abuses this shit. Yeah. Okay. Not the people who need it. Back to this quote, multiple high-profile cases of corruption have marred distribution of aid already appropriated and have led to ongoing political instability on the island. It's weird to say big words like that in Trump's voice. (laughs) Um, Also today, uh, the Department of Homeland Security has banned New Yorkers from applying in the trusted traveler program called Global Entry. This is a retaliatory move for enacting protections for immigrants. Effective immediately, all New Yorkers will be barred from enrolling or re-enrolling in the programs meant to expedite entry into the United States for low-risk travelers. These programs, which include Global Entry, Nexus, Sentry, and Fast, F-A-S-T, have millions of members nationwide and allow, uh, they give people a means to bypass long customs and border protection mm-hmm. lines. These changes would also ban vehicle exports from New York. So their excuse for saying... We can't have this, you know, Mm -hmm. easy in and out without customs in New York because you have so many immigrants. We can't trust your travelers. But what that has to do with vehicle exports? Mm -hmm. I do. uh, I don't understand that. Kind of a big deal. Also huge. He's hurting
3: his own home state weird i mean he's it, moving to florida though maybe. yeah new york's true. dead to but him. but the thing is it's, it, it, it's a huge fucking deal i mean in the northern part of the state it borders canada people are constantly back and forth i mean when i lived in montreal it was back and forth across the quebec new york border constantly yeah, yeah. so and, if
0: you have to work on the other mm-hmm. side you can't use uh, enroll in century yeah. anymore
3: and then of course the new york city area you have tons and tons and tons of international business people who are going to be using these programs all the time so New yeah. York
0: may or may not be a diverse city with people from all over the world.
3: I have a few friends that have that past that go into TJ a
1: lot. Yeah. and yeah. The Sentry one. Right. And so that's interesting to me that given that reasoning, he, I mean, it's not interesting. It's obvious. He's just punishing New York. I'm surprised,
0: I should say, that he hasn't punished California. I, I was going to say, look out for it here. Yeah. He'll hit our Sentry program. If this is his idea, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, Stephen Miller's idea mm-hmm. in New York to, to, to punish blue states for mm-hmm. their Sanctuary laws, and then um, it'll happen here too. I, I guarantee you. And that's going to hurt families here. I mean, I know so many
3: people here who have cross border families, families, mm-hmm. Business, mm-hmm. Travel, yeah, business, travel, fun. Mm-hmm. I I have I have friends who are who live between here and Tijuana. Their friend their mm-hmm. their family members live across the border, and they spend half their time there. Mm-hmm. You know, there are a lot of dual citizens or people whose families live right across the border in San Diego. Absolutely. It'd be a huge deal,
1: absolutely. There's a lot of people, too, increasingly so, that are just, like, straight up living there now, and they actually come into the U.S. to work. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. that's the that's the white people perspective, not to mention everything that you just said. Yep. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. Actually, it's true. I actually had, I had a, a Lyft driver the other day who was like, I live in TJ now. Yeah. I come here to work.
1: Yeah, I've got some friends that have done that because it's just, like... It just it's it's a lot cheaper and they just prefer it over there. So yeah, well the
0: border weight if you don't have sentry is three and a half hours. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's
1: insane. Mm-hmm. Anytime I go over, I just go it on really foot because there's no goddamn yep, way I'm going to take the over trolley and hard. walk across. Yeah, it's so much easier on foot. Yes, but if you're doing stuff that isn't just being a drunk bitch,
2: <laughs> <laughs> tell me about your important commute
0: to TJ. <laughs> jordan
1: (laughs) no i'm just kidding there's obviously many more things to do in tj outside of partying it's so beautiful it's just yeah it's lovely mexico's fucking beautiful
0: it really is yes we are lucky to be so close to baja seriously
1: and yeah i would be very sad but not surprised at all if trump tries to start slapping that same shit on californians
0: they will i'm sure he will and we have the best mexican food here in san diego fight me god (laughs) we really do because of baja
3: yeah absolutely fight me i friends friends i have traveled
0: far and wide totally all the can't find a burrito like you can here Mm -hmm. okay (laughs)
3: just 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 lusting after burritos
0: now that i've angered um most other burrito connoisseurs that don't live in san diego no, fight me it's true yeah it is
1: can i also say this really quick too um folks that because our medicare system medical system is so fucked up here there yeah. are so many people who rely on going to Mexico mm-hmm. for care, too. Yeah. And, and drugs. Mm-hmm. Yes. Exa- and I mean, like, pharmaceutical right. drugs. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, so- and other drugs, but, like, mostly. Right. And I think... Folks that need to consistently go over there for care also are are folks that have that pass. Yes,
0: we do have a lot of medical travelers Mm -hmm. uh, on border states. Mm -hmm. And also
3: a friend of mine, um, his mother just moved into um, sort of like a resort nursing home long-term hospice care facility. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of like retirees and and, uh, retiree communities and nursing homes that are full of Americans now Mm -hmm. because it's way cheaper than getting Mm -hmm. it here. So it's like.
0: Medical tourism—that's what
3: they call yeah, it. Yeah, medical tourism. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. so there are a lot of people who this will affect. On and you sides. know, your mom's a nurse, right? So yeah, my mom's a nurse. Yeah, mm-hmm. in the Canadian healthcare system. Love nurses. Love teachers. Most undervalued people in society. Agreed. Mm-hmm.
0: And me? No, I'm
2: kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just totally kidding. I am way overvalued. Um, and DNC Chair Tom Perez is calling for a re in Iowa three days after the caucuses ended. Three days after the caucuses ended with delayed results. He says, quote, enough is enough in light of the problems that have emerged and the implementation of the delegate selection plan. And in order to assure public confidence in the results, uh, I'm calling on the Iowa Democratic Party to immediately begin a re Now, a re-canvas is a hand audit of the math on the worksheets and reporting forms completed at each of the precincts. There's 1,750 precincts. It is not a full recount, and this is what um, what you were asking about, Amanda. Mm -hmm. A full recount is where you would hand count the presidential preference cards that were filled out by the caucus goers, and those presidential preference cards are then given to the precinct leaders to fill out the the results form and this is just a, a relook at the results form because there's been a lot of allegations that math has d- been done incorrectly on these forms mm-hmm. so as part of the iowa Dem party's new rules for 2020 and this is what we were talking about um on the break uh, about bernie wanting to come in to make things more transparent this is one of those rules um, campaigns can now request a re-canvas or a recount if they think the results will be able to show that new figures could alter the delegate awarding system. Mm -hmm. Uh, Usually uh, it's a campaign that requests Mm -hmm. and the campaign would pay for the recanvass. But no one knows it's not in the rules. What happens if Tom Perez asks for a recanvass or, you know, a third party like the DNC, which they are, they're a third party in this case, because they're not a campaign. Um, I mean, (laughs) let's call them the Biden campaign. (laughs) Uh, So according to the rules, I'm kidding. Don't email me. Um, (laughs) The request must include an explanation of the challenge and a description of the scope of the re-canvas. They must be submitted by Friday, and the Iowa State Party has 48 hours to respond, and they must certify results no later than February 29th. They actually have until February 29th to get the Iowa caucus Hmm. results. The Iowa Dem Party says this took them by they had no idea this was coming, but they said they're happy to do a re-canvas if a campaign asks for one. Hmm. Um demos. Meaning they will not do it? They all they said is we're happy to ask for a re canvas if a campaign asks for one. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. uh, look for a more moderate DNC type campaign to possibly be asking for Mm -hmm. a re canvas. That campaign will have to pay for the re-canvas, and they might probably, yeah, recoup the expenses from the department from the the DNC. DNC. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Which should not be allowed. Then, it's all legal. The
0: DNC's not supposed to. It's all legal. I mean, the DNC can give money to whatever candidates. I mean, yeah. they just have to justify it. Mm-hmm. And if they say we really need these results to be. I mean, I'm glad he came out and asked for it blankly, plainly, and didn't just try to go through a campaign to get it done. Yeah. In the first place. So at least there's that. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. I actually think that this is a good idea. I think that they should do it. Mm-hmm. um uh, I personally don't think that you can fix. You can probably get you probably get confidence back up to maybe like eighty five percent. It'll never be a hundred. It'll never be what it would have been like if they didn't have this problem. Yeah, and the results came out the night of the caucus.
3: Yeah, that was a bit too rough. I almost just wish we would just move on like call it a tie and let's move on <laughs> you know like just oops
1: mulligan you know especially since the two ta- the top anymore. two candidates I, I, i'm so sorry to keep saying this but one of them is not going to see that amount of success in every state no
0: you know yeah yeah he's not yeah, yeah no there's no way and um i don't know yeah i've got my We've got all, we all got our opinions. Unless, for
1: all we know, Bernie's campaign could be the one that's pushing for it or something. I don't know. Maybe the DNC will, like,
0: do the Bernie campaign a solid if they ask for it. They would. I feel like they would kind of have to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Bernie campaign can't ask for a re-canvas, mm-hmm. and they, they will get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just yeah. have to provide the scope and the reasons to show. And a reallocation... Uh, they're they're so close. Yeah, uh, that it would be, I think, d- easily to easily justified by either the Buddha judge or, or Bernie campaign, I think so too, because that will impact the allocation of, of delegates yeah. because it's so close.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. 0.1% at this point. <clears throat> crazy, Crazy, yeah. 26.1 versus 26.2%. Hmm. Same number of delegates. And
0: here's something interesting. Apparently Trump supporters um, called in to oh, yeah. sabotage the phone mm-hmm. lines. When the app went down and people were calling, the precinct captains were calling, it's only 1,750 people, mm-hmm. max or ish. And call centers that operate can answer fucking 10,000 calls in mm-hmm. an hour. So, But apparently Trump supporters flooded those phone lines to, to delay the results being reported. Wow, That uh, was out by Politico.
1: Wow. God damn it. Yeah. How is that not. Okay, first off, for there to be well, any sort of coordinated effort for that to happen, I imagine there is some sort of like phone banking event, which probably has an official organization behind them.
3: And how is that not considered? Domestic interference,
0: America First Pack, maybe. Yeah, yeah.
3: I'm also, and this is not like this is not this is not me like going down a conspiracy theory road. I'm purely curious, and from what I can see, it is verified that the Pete Buttigieg campaign gave forty two thousand dollars to the developers of the app Shadow.
0: Um. Okay, I've heard twenty seven thousand. Yeah. I've heard twenty three thousand. Okay. I've heard forty two thousand. Okay. And frankly, I don't know. And yeah, I don't know either. I I, I. I don't know. You know. No, I'm I don't just. Think it matters.
3: I get. I guess not. But like. Yeah, considering none of the other campaigns gave anywhere near that amount, did they give? Um, Joe Biden gave a thousand, and everyone else gave nothing. Hmm. Huh. So his hmm. campaign gave a significant amount to the developers of this, and I'm not saying At least any twenty thousand. Yeah, I I don't know how much it is, and this is and this is not me suggesting anything untoward happened. I'm just you know. Then it, why it... bring it up? Well, it's just it's just sort of like <laughs> just it's kidding. it's Sorry. curious. I guess is the word I would use. It is definitely curious. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: who's reporting that?
3: Um, I've seen it a couple of places, but yeah, it's more just like it piqued my curiosity. I was like, "Hmm, why did why why did that happen?" Well,
0: let's do a lesson in in um source citation. Who who's reporting that? Let's see here. We do a live um AP. Okay, Associated Press is reporting that. Yeah. Okay. Well yeah. Then I would believe it. Yeah. Now, whether there's anything yeah funky going on
3: again like that could be totally normal but it's just something i was yeah, like this is
0: all like wild wild west territory yeah i mean
3: and the only reason i like
0: i'm paying yeah, attention and I, to the, this if this were a conspiracy theory they uh, here's what i would say he can't cheat the results you can't cheat the results in iowa no you cannot what you can do is bog down the results it's optically not good given the shit
3: show of the results is mm-hmm. all i'm saying that that was kind of i guess where i was going with that
0: right and that's my point yeah yeah I, totally. if there were a conspiracy here it wouldn't be that buddha judge campaign was trying to alter the results mm-hmm. of the iowa caucus yeah but rather somebody who gave a lot of money to this app that just all of a sudden stopped working would maybe be delaying the results to mm-hmm. the iowa caucus right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so totally there weird we're gonna get a lot of emails guys everyone because, because we're gonna vote no matter who i love you don't worry
1: yeah. Well, I mean I still don't even see the end game like what he would even get out of that either. Yeah.
0: yeah. But
1: it is strange
0: yeah. that no one else donated, especially if he's in the top 2. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe he didn't know he was going to be I guess when you when he donated to the thing, he didn't know he was going to be in the top 2.
3: Yeah, I guess I guess so. Yeah. I mean, I, I the thing is, I'm not bringing this up as like a I it, it goes without saying I am always 100% for the Democratic candidate, always, like, mm-hmm.
0: without a doubt. It's interesting. It's good to ask questions. Yeah, though. 100%. And so I would I would be interested to hear what Pete Buttigieg's campaign has to say about the financing the shadow app and what the yeah, what the purpose was.
3: Yeah. Yeah, that was all. Um, Anyway.
0: I, who knows? Maybe it's just like, I think apps are great. I'm young. I want an app. Yeah, it seems like it should be entirely funded by the state's party. Or the DNC. But then how, how would that look?
1: Mm-hmm yeah yeah that's what I'm thinking if the DNC funded that app
0: there would be some people going batshit crazy right now
1: yeah definitely so I think all states want to feel is that they have sovereign control over what the fuck
0: happens absolutely going into all this that is 100% for sure yeah Mm -hmm. that I get to behind that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look that up because.
3: Yeah, you know, I and, and honestly, I actually welcome everyone's feedback on this in a, in a kind, respectful manner. I, 100%. I would yeah. really love your guys' um, like any links you have or any reporting you have on that. I'm, I'm Or curious. thoughts. Or, or if thoughts, you know. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. This is not like a fuck Pete. I really like him. Mm-hmm. I was just sort of like in the shit show of the Iowa caucuses. I was looking for answers. I was like, what is going on here? Mm-hmm. And I saw a couple places reporting this. Um, So we'll follow up on this tomorrow. I would love Love people's opinions mm-hmm. um, nicely, kindly. Yeah. Um, and any and Build any- a sandwich.
0: Build a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> any any thoughts do you have? Any links? <laughs> apps are good. Fuck you. I like apps. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Anything like that would be fine. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least I'm not coming out here being like, this is a conspiracy. Um, that's not what I'm saying.
0: No, and then here's the here's the on the other end of this that sucks is that anyone who brings up anything like that in a forum like this or an online or on social media will immediately get called a, a giant liar piece of shit. Yep. And we have mm-hmm. to stop that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People should be allowed to ask questions in a honest, curious manner. Mm-hmm. And and I, I understand why you framed it like, I don't want anyone to think I'm a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. I don't want to think about it. Yeah. Like, I'll go online and ask questions like, I am seriously not trying to be a dick right now. I literally don't know the answer to this question. Mm-hmm. Like, And I have to frame it like that because sometimes just asking a question can make you sound like a an asshole. Mm-hmm. And then if you're not, and then people are assholes to you like nothing gets solved. Mm-hmm. So I I you know, yeah. I wanna welcome Absolutely. Questions like this mm-hmm. and without people jumping down people's throats like, hey, I hear Buttigieg's uh, campaign donated to this app. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. You're against so-and-so. Yeah, you know, I'm like, totally
3: not. Yeah. Like, I don't know how you feel about Forbes, but um, I have Forbes up here, too. And um, it says uh, they're very conservative, but OK, fair enough. It says, um, according to the Federal Election Commission filings, Buttigieg paid shadow forty two thousand five hundred for, quote unquote, software rights and subscriptions. Both Joe Biden and former contender Kristen Gillibrand paid shadow
0: for campaign work as well. Um, okay. Smaller numbers, of oh, campaign. Work. That's different. Yeah, that's not funding the app. Yeah, that is paying for email lists and voter registration, voter information, and yeah. shit like that. Yeah. So that that's pro- that could be it. I mean, this could also be my lack of doing deep research into
3: this and finding out exactly what they paid the money for. You know, so um, before before bringing it up. But and in
0: that case, people are saying, you know, people who are saying Pete Buttigieg funded this for forty two thousand mm-hmm. dollars without saying without the context what it was for if we know it was that for. they provide yeah do they like for example do they put mailing lists together yeah mm-hmm. i get a friggin email from mayor pete every six seconds is that shadow mm-hmm. <laughs> could be you know i mean totally. i'm not in iowa but fuck
3: yeah i mean i'm yeah if you uh, I, i'm gonna do some research on this and find out exactly what it was and uh yeah like i said i welcome everyone's
0: cool mm-hmm. rat talk, talk. Mm-hmm. yeah Productive. no one should ever feel weird about asking questions no either.
3: yeah but it's but but like you said it is hard because we don't want to come off as as a podcast which is like so anti any candidate because it's so important that we all unite and I never would ever want anyone to think that but it but it is you know it is um sometimes uncomfortable to gently question the, like each other yeah e- without people thinking you're trying to bring someone
0: down oh uh, well we can thank Russia for that and, Yeah, thanks, and, Russia and the, and the GOP <laughs> um mm-hmm. Because that is the kind of discord that they exactly want to sow between people. And we overcome it when we can ask questions and Mm -hmm. answer them politely with each other without being dicks. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah. Kindness. Yay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm really going to do my best to try to find some good news uh, and tell you about it right after this break. If you want this show ad-free, become a patron at patreon.com slash thedailybeans and I will love you forever. Stay with us. Hey, everybody, it's AG, and I've been trying to focus more on my overall health this year. And getting in shape doesn't have to be about losing weight. Uh, I'm just trying to maintain what I lost last year using Noom. Uh, And so I don't care about a magic number on the scale. I'm about building healthier habits right now and feeling better about myself. And I kind of want to work a little bit more on moderation um, because that's one of my mental blocks of of having a healthy diet is that if I have like one burrito, I think everything's lost and I'm just going to eat burritos forever. Uh, but that is what Noom has taught me. I love the new habit changing program. Noom adjusts to your lifestyle. They teach you the psychology behind the decisions you make, and then they help you keep track of everything right in one app from your workouts. And they count your steps and you can log your food and they can analyze your diet, recommend healthy recipes. Uh, and they also connect you with a personally assigned goal specialist and a, a community of other Noomers. So you have all the support you need to empower your change. And it's all in one app. I used to have, to have like nine different apps to do those things. Um, like I said, I've been wanting to just have like less of a guilt and be more you know moderate have like better moderation with my food and with noom you pick the goals that are right for you and Noom will personalize the program to help your goals become reality. Noom is based in a cognitive behavioral approach. It uses personalized courses to help you reach your goals. You don't have to commit to a lot of time it's just 10 minutes a day which is great for me because I'm super busy. They make it really convenient with the app like I talked about earlier. They don't use negative reinforcement so there's no shaming. So if you go off track like I said, uh, eat some you know miniature cupcakes for example it's okay. Just get back on track tomorrow and it's no big deal and cupcakes are delicious. It's a perfect time to make a step toward healthier habits, so sign up for your trial today at com slash Daily What do you have to lose? Visit Noom.com slash to start your trial today. That's Noom N-O-O-M dot slash Okay, so I went on Twitter, because there just wasn't a lot of good news a little bit earlier today. And I got so many personal good news stories. Um, I asked for Yay. personal good news, because these are my new favorite things. Mm-hmm. And there were so many that I'm actually saving, I'm going to save them for this weekend's beans. Oh, yeah. So yeah. So... Get them all together. Go find the tweet. It's at Muller She Wrote. It's mm-hmm. on Twitter at Muller She Wrote. Follow us, please. I've lost a bunch of followers recently because I'll... I've been blocking a bunch of bots and trolls. And I feel mm-hmm. sad. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll retweet it from the Daily Beans as well. All right. Sweet. Mm-hmm. And I want to collect all those good news stories. And if you want to remain anonymous, let us know. Because otherwise, we're going to give you a shout out on the pod. Uh, we'll go do that on Sunday's show. That'll come out Sunday night for um, patrons and then Monday morning for non-patrons. Um So, in the meantime, I found some other good news. Watchdog American Oversight has filed a lawsuit against the Department of State. That's Pompeo's joint. Seeking records relating to Vice President Pence's communications with Ukrainian President Zelensky. uh, As well as records from his August-September trip to Europe. And the suit also seeks communications between the Office of the Vice President and top state officials related to the effort to pressure Ukraine to open investigations into the Bidens. All right. And 2016. So this is where the investigations are going to have to take place from now on, since Bill Barr has made Mm -hmm. himself the king of investigations. Yeah. Thank God for different institutions. Yes. So get it. FOIA requests, journalists, watchdog groups. Thank God. It's all up to you guys. Um, And this is cool. NASA astronaut Christina Koch has returned to Earth after setting the record for the longest single space flight by a woman at 328 days she was all smiles and thumbs up as she was hoisted from the spacecraft and nasa celebrated her feat as another in a string of recent achievements by women in space she was part of that first ever all female spacewalk last year yeah
1: i love that god damn that is so fucking crazy you know, 300 days she days. was just up there alone
0: 328
1: wow, well she that, had some or, visitors. Was she at the iss or 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 what's it called floating <laughs> through the... space for a year yeah <laughs> Just, that, Just no, floating Lucy. <laughs> so they landed in
0: uh, Kazakhstan in the middle of nowhere and they went and got her. Hell you know, yeah. Borat makes... was there. Good space. I like. Machine. <laughs> <vagin. laughs> uh,
3: you, you know the best part about space. marrying a woman is I get to go, my wife. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I hate
0: myself. True.
2: Um, <laughs> my you know what?
3: It's really cute though.
0: Vagina like I... sleeve of wood. <laughs>
3: I love that there's going to be so many little girls inspired by this. I know. you know, Ugh, It's so
0: nice. I was inspired by um, uh, the Challenger, the 86 one, mm-hmm. um, Christy mm-hmm. McCullough. Yeah. When I was little, I ended up not becoming an astronaut um, because I was too tall. No, uh, I just <laughs> <laughs> wasn't smart enough. But. Yeah, you have to be like fucking perfect. Yeah. Yeah, You're going to be pretty just genius. Just a complete specimen. Yeah. Yeah. It's complete specimen. Yeah. Somewhat. But You're tangentially a total related specimen one hundred percent that specimen
3: <laughs> when I was in Disneyland a few weeks ago, I went to the new Star Wars area, and there were so many little girls running around in yes. ray outfits. And I was like, "Fuck, yeah, We have like a tomboy space cowboy princess now. Yes, um, it was so great. I mean, honestly, so many. And it was really, it was really nice because there's so many outfits for, like, really feminine uh-huh. young women. But seeing so many girls in, like, badass Star Wars. Yes, torn up burlap sacks. Yeah. <laughs> it was I great. am
0: so into just, you know, STEM for women yep. and, and coders. And, like, I just love it. I absolutely love it. <laughs> yeah. And lightsabers for women. <laughs> uh, and from NPR, uh, I call this the Jordan story. Mm. <clears throat> Can I have a little Jordan music, please? Oh, magic mushrooms and psychedelic plants will be on the D.C. ballot in November as part of an effort to reduce police enforcement of laws against the good stuff. Yay. and Washington D.C. declared or cleared a hurdle on Wednesday when the Board of Elections said the issue can legally be voted on by residents. So perhaps we will need a Secretary of Vibes. Yes, after all, is
3: Maps behind that? <laughs> uh, I love that. Yeah, there you go. Thank you.
0: Magic mushroom, psychedelic plants.
3: Hell yeah. Um there's an Eatem. Have you guys seen the new uh Gwyneth Paltro show? goop with vagina yeah. candles yeah. yeah so i feel like i'm a bad woke person for actually liking this show don't judge me but the episode on, on psychedelics you. Is really no. you can, i mean you can it's fine goes against every other part of my personality but sometimes i was watching it in bed last night with joelle being like oh this is my most basic white bitch quality is i'm in bed drinking wine and watching the new goop show yes anyway um the episode on psychedelic yeah is that really was almost
0: at the as white as my moment <laughs> when i had to leave yoga early uh, to get to the <laughs> Apple Genius Bar, but I was waylaid by a problem with my diva cup. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if you could beat that.
1: Yoga with a diva cup? You were asking for trouble. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's supposed to be flexy. All yeah. right. Well, I don't have to worry about it for long. <laughs> <laughs> All right, time for a little Schadenfreude. And isn't this just nice? Evangelist Franklin Graham had... A tour, all teed up across the UK, all seven events, uh, but every single venue canceled his planned appearances following public outcry over his homophobic and Islamophobic comments. When Franklin Graham, son of Billy, called Islam evil, he attacked laws increasing rights for transgender people, and had said that the legalization of same-sex marriage was orchestrated by Satan. Oh. So all seven of his tour dates have been canceled in the UK. Cool. Cool. So, oh, that's boy. nice.
1: Orchestrated by Satan. Yes, I feel like Satan's too busy a guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a lot of like flames to stoke.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Throw another log on. Oh God. God, just sits there just How like grand little <laughs> It's got a bellows
1: <laughs> yeah the thing
3: like <laughs> satan's bellows <laughs> my perception of hell at this point as a concept is like a big
0: gay hot tub party
1: oh yeah it's just yeah, a lot the, of steam best, coming off the best place and then ever. and then
0: he's he's you know satan's poking at the hot rocks mm. and then dropping them in the hot tub for the steam <laughs> it's like
3: hot tubs and big pizza ovens and various mm. things to do with heat <laughs> oh,
0: sounds fun chafing Chafing. <laughs> my thighs Hello. rubbing together
1: sponsored Create. by gold bond
3: <laughs> <laughs> totally you know my nickname <laughs> of burning man was monistat fairy because I carried oh chafing my gel around God. Me. that's funny yeah I was like wow love that thanks everyone use but, monistat uh, as a chafing gel though they have monistat chafing gel Oh. hey chubby girls in case you didn't know monistat makes a chafing gel um, body glide's good too we're running. I need to get that but too my monistat's thighs, chafing yeesh. gel is the
0: shit body glides nice because so, does it have a st- is it come in a stick no, form it's that's a, it's like a, um, yeah it's like a did i just say that's thing. the bomb yes <laughs> about anti-thigh chase. <laughs> yes, yes yes okay that's the new whitest thing ever <laughs> uh okay I, we can get rid of my diva cup late to the genius bar had to leave yoga early i wasn't driving a prius though so minus one point I prius here today <laughs> a minus uh, all right, that's it. That's our show. Anybody have any final thoughts to top any of those kind of final thoughts that we just had? I do not.
3: <laughs> uh, no, yeah.
0: In a couple of years we can go and uh, take shrooms in the nation's capital. Hell yeah. <laughs> Perhaps. Dude, Lincoln Memorial's gotta be sick. <laughs> mushrooms.
1: Oh God, yeah, DC on mushrooms right now sounds like, I don't know,
0: too much or not enough. <laughs> I don't know. It's gonna be that Lisa Simpson's episode all over again. Yeah. <laughs> Or that Simpsons episode about Lisa, the yeah. Lisa Simpson's episode. Okay, all right, Ag. <laughs> I really hope that with all these like
1: advances in therapy and psychoactives, mm-hmm. psychedelic shaming will come to an end. <gasps> well, especially you know?
3: as it becomes more mainstream for use of like helping people with PTSD. Oh yeah, you know, like people yeah, deserve microdosing. That. Oh, totally.
0: Yeah. yeah, we'll never live in a post psychedelic shame world, right? Until, Not yet. Yeah, lifetime. that's true. Until. We can get this microdosing stuff tested, yeah. at least at the Department of Veterans Affairs. Seriously. Because mm-hmm. if it's good enough for veterans, it's good enough for any red-blooded American. Mm-hmm
3: um yeah also that episode i watched on goop about psychedelics had a veteran on there who talked about i think it was mdma therapy that he was doing like a like a monitored study and he said that it, it helped his depression and helped his ptsd and made him want to live yeah. not at va but no i don't think it was it was not official obviously not but it was through i can't even
1: get emdr
0: study. let alone MDMA really yeah at the va so. Fuck, oh my
1: god no emdr that's too like experimental
0: Yeah, there's not enough studies out on it yet.
1: It's fucking following
0: a dot across a screen. Hey, man. I can get acupuncture. (laughs) But but not EMDR. I have to go private for that. That is so dumb. Yeah, really. Soon, though. I think soon. Yeah, They're just they have to have like so like if they're going to spend a shitload of taxpayer money on something mm-hmm. they really have to make sure that it has some sort of impact on
1: yeah that's fair on yep. stuff totally. that's fair.
0: but they're still testing out they're still doing research studies on cognitive behavioral therapy like 12 yep. week cycles of cbt and stare and all this other stuff and yeah. i'm like it is 2020 <laughs> bring me some microdose. yeah <laughs> show me the mdma and and they're like mm, here let's just uh fill out this feelings worksheet and see if that you know <laughs> you're like come on yeah <laughs> yeah, things worksheets coming out of my asshole. <laughs> what I don't have is MDMA. Yeah. All right, yeah. well, it's pretty.
1: It's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty easy to keep a wall up on a worksheet. You know, <laughs> yeah, just like get through the hour, do your thing, and then that's it. And then you can leave an unchanged person. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Worksheets are great too, though. You, CBT you do does not, work you for do a, a need lot drugs. of people. Yep.
0: Yes, it does. CBT is the freaking best. It works a lot for a lot of people, but I like yes. EMDR. It's what works for me. Yeah. Yes. And I'd like to do some studies on some other things that exactly. are not um exactly. Legal yet. People yeah. deserve
3: trauma healing And
0: yeah. options mostly. That's what this
3: conversation
1: is about. Is options. options. That's
3: the certain American things way to work
1: for certain people.
3: Yeah, you're supposed to get what you want.
0: Yes.
1: You're supposed to get what you want.
0: (laughs) That's the American dream. It's not Shining City on a hill anymore. You're supposed to get what you want.
3: Hey, man, it's kind of true. When I first moved here, I was like, everything is open all the time. (laughs) (laughs) I can get whatever I want on demand anytime.
0: Sorry, we're closed. You're a dry cleaner and it's 3 in the morning. It would be ridiculous (laughs) for me to expect you to be open. (laughs) You don't have to apologize for shit. All right. Mitch Hedberg, there's my final thought. Uh, Everyone, please take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Take care of the planet. Take care of your mental health. I've been A.G. I've been Jordan Coburn. I've been Amanda Reeder. And them's The Beans. The Daily Beans is executive produced and directed by A.G. and Jordan Coburn and engineered and edited by Mackenzie Mazel and Starburns Industries. Our marketing manager, executive assistant, production and social media direction is Amanda Reeder. Fact-checking and research by A.G., Jordan Coburn, and Amanda Reeder. Our music is written and performed by They Might Be Giants. Our web design and branding are by Joel Reeder with Moxie Design Studios. And our website is dailybeanspod.com.